Hi, it's Nicole Brandon, and welcome to Hourglass Bride. We have such a special show for you today. I have been talking for maybe the past two years to you about something incredibly wonderful in my life called the Passion Test. And I've shared with you time and time again that through all of the workshops and internationally through all of the events and everything that I have personally experienced, the thing that has had the greatest impact and has changed my life the most drastically and has opened the doors to my heart and really that I credit so much to the world I'm living today has been the passion test. And it was a course and a class that I took that really changed my life. And today we are talking with Luann Beekler, who is a passion test facilitator. And she is going to talk to us truly about what the passion test is and how you find that passion in your life. Luann is passionate about everything that she does. She uses her unique personality. She's the most beautiful, spirited, the most energetic, effervescent, lovely. Did you ever see people that just make you smile just when you're in their presence? Luann has that effect on people. She is joy itself, and I love being with her. And so the fact that she's chosen to take people on this passion test journey I think is just perfect because being with her means happiness. And she takes people to unbelievable heights in their life. She is able to relate to audiences, to individuals. She's able to deliver passionate presentations, and she inspires people in a way that I've never seen anyone inspire people to achieve their dreams, their desires, their business, their personal life. She is a certified passion test facilitator, and yet she works with people in literally giving them keys and techniques to unfold their life and their happiness. She is also director for BNI, the Business Network International, dear friends of ours, and she has built a repertoire of presentations as well as working relationship skills that just surpass anything. And when we do this show, it is my greatest desire to bring to you the pinnacle, the very peak, the people that are top in their field, and Luann certainly is that. She has this unique ability to capture everybody with her personality and she also is part of the transformational leadership council and she's on the working team created by jack canfield and she truly 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 epitomizes passion itself so we are thrilled we are excited we are elated to learn about the passion test to learn about how we find our passion passion in relationships passion in our life passion in our business and mostly passion in ourselves so we welcome today Luann Beekler Luann welcome to the show thanks Nicole what a great introduction I appreciate all the kind words oh my gosh I mean truly you are I mean, it's rare in the world to meet somebody and just to smile just because they're in the room. And you have that effect on people. There is such a joy and light and happiness from you. And so I love that you are on this ride of the passion test. And I think that it's a perfect subject. I've been talking for the past few years about the passion test and how it's really changed my life. And so I'm so thrilled that you're here to kind of explain it. But one of the things I wanted to ask you about is a little bit about your background, because one of my favorite things to do is to ask people when they were little, you know, six, seven, eight, if, you know, people mm-hmm. think girls want to be, you know, this America Bobs, whatever, you know, the school teacher bowling champions, whatever that is. Were you always helping people? Were you always, like... You will be surprised. 
You will be surprised, Nicole, to hear that as a very young child, I was considered extremely shy. <laughs> but I, oh, my God. But I grew up in a family of seven children, and I was number six of seven. And uh, for those who know me, I have yet to surpass five foot tall. So I've had to uh, be bold in the world to get heard in my family and anywhere I am. I'm like, hello, I'm down here. (laughs) (laughs) And so I I just naturally had to build that up myself. And and then the next thing that I remember people saying to me all the time is that I was just this little ball of energy. And what I've come to realize is that what people see as energy in me is passion. It's passion when I get a hold of something that I love that inspires me, I am a ball of fire and energy, and passion exudes energy. That's amazing. And so how did you, I mean, you work as a business coach, you work as a life coach, you work as a passion coach, and everyone that works with you, one, loves you. I mean, any time I mention your name to anybody, you are their friend and they love you. <laughs> So you do more than change people's lives. You transform them to this place of joy and happiness. And so where does it begin? Where was your journey in coaching? And how did you come to to find the passion test? And my journey, I have to say, in my story, it really started when I applied to go to college. And my father was a teacher. And he said to me, Luann, what do you want to be when you grow up? I mean, that might help you determine what college you'd like to go to, right? You'd think that would be beneficial. And so I said, well, Dad, I'm going to be a teacher like you are. And he said, no, do something else. God bless him. He was sending me in a different direction because he raised a family of seven children on a teacher's salary, and he was wanting more from me. And so he sent me in a different direction at that moment in my life, and I got into the hospitality industry. And while in the hospitality industry, I watched, uh, who is now my father-in-law, teach hotel school. And I said, you know what, I'm going to learn the hotel business, and I'm going to come back and be a teacher. And I got busy being in the hotel business and forgot all about that. And then I um, had my children, and I said, gosh, the hotel business is 24-7. It's just too much. Um, And be a mom at the same time. So I stepped into meeting and event management so I could manage my schedule instead of being on 24-7. And in meeting and event management, I found the BNI organization. And that was where I chose to market my business using Business Network Inter- International and their philosophy of giver's gain, right? If you give of yourself to help other people be successful, you will naturally gain in return. And... Dr. Ivan Meisner, the founder of that organization, absolutely uh, lives the philosophy of of his organization with great integrity. And when I met him, he found a referral for me into the organization that is the Transformational Leadership Council. And I became one of the event planners for the Transformational Leadership Council, which introduced me to all these amazing transformational leaders, of course. And talk about hanging out with the people you want to be like. That's what I've been getting to do for years. And that has slowly allowed me to step into my own and become who I truly am, a teacher and a counselor. And uh, I use the passion test tools to do that 
and help people achieve the success they desire in their life and in their business. That's incredible. Well, I can tell you as a member of the Transformational Leadership Council, you have done such a stupendous job and continue to do just an amazing job. And every time we're together, I watch you, and it seems seamless. And I can honestly say that sometimes I'll stand along the wall or I'll sit in the back and I watch you do everything. <laughs> and it's with effortless and ease, and it's the the the, the joy in which – you know, you go through things and share with people and give people really a better experience and a better life. It's amazing. And so I honor you completely. You're just amazing. Thank you. You know, what I find when I work with people in the Passion Test is that nearly 100% of the time what comes out of their top five passions is in some way that they want to serve the world. We really want to serve each other. And when we find what that is, that fulfills us and allows us at the same time to serve other people, wow, right? Now we're living in a space of joy and peace and grace, and that's what you see in people when they're in that mode, right? They flow. I have a quote that I love that says, when you get connected to your life's flow, everything comes easier, so true. And as we're talking about the passion test, so we have people that are listening to the show from around the world. We have people listening from Malta, from South Africa, from France, from Germany, from Switzerland, Nigeria. I mean, it's amazing the people that have called into this show. And, you know, so for, you know, many people have been following us for years. And, of course, we have new people that are listening now. And so for those that haven't had the opportunity to hear me jump up and down and be all elated about the passion test in the past, can you explain for the new listeners and even for those that I've shared so passionately about the passion test what the passion test is and you know, and how you were drawn to it? Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. Um, the passion test, first of all, by the way, is no test. So everybody take a deep breath and relax. There is no test. It's a process. It's a system and a way of living your life. The philosophy is based on the best-selling book by Janet and Chris Atwood called The Passion Test. So you can get that book all over the world and start to read up on what we're talking about. But, again, it's a process. It's a process of helping people go back inside and look at themselves deep inside and what they truly love to do. One of my favorite quotes from the book is, that which you love to do and what is God's will for you are one and the same thing. Whatever higher power you look up to, what you were designed to do is right inside of you. And it's about a journey back in there and allowing yourself to step into who you really are. Not what anybody else thinks you should be. You know, lots of people are giving us advice and they love us and they think they're saying the best things for us. But it's our journey, our own journey to figure out who we are, what we were designed to do, what we were gifted with inside, and bring that out and share it with the world. Those are our gifts. And when we're giving those and being who we are, everything is easier. So we help people to get into that state of confidence that that's all I need to do. And then we work through a process of looking at what are those things that you love to do. Sometimes we have to step back into their childhood and, like you said earlier, ask me, what was it when you were a little girl or a little boy that you said, I want to be when I grow up? 
that maybe has gotten lost by now? What do you enjoy doing every day, working with your hands, talking with people, working with numbers, whatever it is that really makes you feel good? And we put all these things on a piece of paper, and then we do a prioritization process that helps you to really dig deeper and comparing one against the other, find out from your heart which ones are the most important things to you. Now, what would it be like, I ask people, if you could do only things that you love every day? Nicole, what would your life be like? It would be incredible. I mean, if I, you know, you think about that, gosh, if I didn't have to, you know, answer these emails or pay these bills or take out the trash or whatever it is that, you know, that we're drawn to do, drive in traffic. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? Some of those things, many of those things in today's world are necessary, okay? But they become easier when we know why we're doing them to support the things that we love to do, right? Absolutely. You know, passion drives us and fires us, motivates us to get out of bed in the morning. So every day becomes an excitement, a journey, right? What do we do today, right? And so following your passions is what most people want to do, following our dreams, creating them. And we talk a lot about it, but we have a lot of trouble seeing through the plethora of knowledge and choices and options and noise in the world and coming back to just who we are. You know, we say that the neural pathways of the brain can only focus on five to seven things, so we narrow things down to your top five passions. Now i got to tell you, I asked a neurologist about that. I said, is that true? Can the brain focus on five to seven things at a time? And he went, no, one. (laughs) One thing at a time. Now, we still narrow down to your top five passions to help you get clarity and focus in your life. So we say the key to living your passionate life is whenever you're faced with a choice, a decision, or an opportunity, choose in favor of your passion. So would it be important to know what those passions are in order to make good choices of all the things we have to choose from in the world and to stay on track with giving our gifts? Absolutely. Do you know, Luanne, that of all of the things that I've done in my life, all of the keys and all of the tools and all of the techniques that I have learned, the one that I use the most and almost on a daily basis and, you know, multiple times during the day is is this moving me towards my passion. Even if somebody invites me to a party or to an event or, you know, if wherever it is that I'm going or if I'm going to answer an email or if I decide to go anywhere or even to take a job or to speak or to write, before I even begin, I always ask myself now, is this moving me towards my passion? And that's become my way of life, and it's changed my life. Completely shifts everything. It completely shifts everything in, in how we make our choices, as you said. It completely gave me confidence in who I am. Like I said, I am a teacher. I got off track, did some other things, but I was designed inside to be a teacher and to coach and counsel people, and it's brought me back to that place in life using these tools and um, honoring that which I was given to share with the world. 
Okay, so, and, and I'm so glad that you did that because you're such an extraordinary teacher. But so many times when I talk to people, they don't know. They say, you know, I don't know my destiny, I don't know my mission, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. And we talk to college kids now or high school kids, they have no idea what they want to do. So can you help people find their destiny? Yes, absolutely, and it's a journey, okay? The passion test isn't a process you do just once in your life and put it on the shelf and say, okay, got it, and then go, right? You just spoke about it. You use the system that is the passion test in making decisions in every day of your life. You've identified your top five, and that's one process you're using. You say, okay, I know what those are today, and then I'm going to choose in favor of those. But guess what? We learn and we grow and we shift, and all of a sudden we might be lost again. All these choices are around us, and we go, oops, we got to go through the process again. Make sure we're staying on track with what that is that we're trying to achieve. Sometimes I use the process just to sort out a particular um, issue, relationships. Let's, let's apply it to relationships, right? So if I, have, um, if I have a list of qualities of my perfect partner, right, a list right. of qualities of my per- perfect partner, and I, I, I won't speak for men on this, but... <laughs> I know yes. we women can create a really long list of things that we want in a man, right? But I think mine's like 270 or something. <laughs> right. So would it be easier, Nicole, if we narrowed that down to about five really important top things? Really, what was the top five things that we um, desired in a man in the qualities that the man that would be our perfect partner would be. And that way, as we're sorting through the people that we see, you know, we can see those qualities. In fact, what starts to happen is because we've clearly identified in our mind what it is we're looking for, we can now start to see those types of people more clearly around us, Right. We're making better choices. We're being more observant because we're clear in our mind what we're looking for. Let me ask you a question to make a comparison here. Okay, <laughs> to my have you ever seventy to the five? <laughs> have you ever bought something that you thought was completely unique, only to then get it home and find out everybody in the world has one? Yes. yes. Right. Right. We buy something, we go, gosh, I've never seen this before. Isn't this cool? And we bring it home. I've done this with a car. And I start driving that car around, and I'm going, oh, gosh, there's another one. Oh, gosh, there's another one. Because I was completely unaware that it existed before, right? Because I thought it was unique, so I brought it home. And then I went, oh, man, they're all over the place. Because I didn't have any clarity around its existence. So when I get clear about what it is I'm looking for, I can start to see it. Now, here's another analogy. Have you ever driven home a route that you drive a million times and gotten home and gone, huh, how did I get here? Yes. We don't look around anymore. We stop seeing. We've got tunnel vision and we stop seeing what's around us because we're doing the same things over and over and over again, okay? So when we get clear about the things that we're looking for, we start to be able to see them and go, hey, there's one over there. Look at that. I love the characteristics of that individual. Does that make sense? Yes. Absolutely. So I I tell people that are looking, and they will start at that relationship level, that are looking, you know, and and we often get in the struggle, right? 
oh, my gosh, I get in this panic. I don't want to be alone for the rest of my life. I've got to find a partner. And we get all tense and contracted around it. Well, when we're in a contracted state, no good can happen, right? We're all bundled up. We're all anxious. Then no good is flowing in. Just sit back, relax, make a list of what does that perfect person look for, look like, right? So you can start to visualize them, and then you'll start to see those people more and more around in your life. That's such great advice, because I know that even on the dating sites, that people have these, I mean, not just me, (laughs) but have these huge lists. Like you're saying, as women, that we have these huge lists, and even sometimes when I say to somebody, this is what I'm looking for, and they clarify what it is that I'm looking for, like you're saying, hone that down, and, you know, yeah. it, it really shifts it. It really right. changes. And I'm like, yes, that was it. That's exactly what I was looking for. And so I, I love the fact that it can be so precise because truly the little Cupid in the arrow goes right to yeah. the heart. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and when those lists are too long and too too detailed, you know, it, it seems overwhelming, right? So, again, we get contracted. How could I possibly find someone with all 200 of these characteristics? So you're already putting a blockage up, <laughs> right? Let's keep it a little simpler. Absolutely. And then what happens when people um, talk about losing their passion in a relationship, that they get married and they lose themselves in the man or they lose themselves in the women or that, you know, they have children and all of a sudden they let go of their dreams or their desires or their life. How does somebody stay on track with their passions and their love in their life? Well, so here's one of the things we say is that when you know your true passions, the ups and downs of life fail to throw you off track. Things may happen that I choose differently. For example, Janet Atwood, author of the book, talks about how she was headed to India in order to interview uh, spiritual masters, and that was one of her passions. And she was about to get on the plane to be able to do these interviews that she had always dreamed about and living her passions fully and got a phone call that her stepmother was very ill near the end of her life. And Janet said, I've got to go be with her. That's more important right now to go be with this woman that I love and help her to pass on. And so she stepped off that plane and went and spent the next six weeks with her uh, stepmother. Interesting things happened, however. While she was working through that process, one of the spiritual masters that she meant to interview came to California and came to her and her mother and helped in the process of her mother's passing on. How beautiful is that, what we can attract when we honor, right, what's true in our hearts in that moment. And then once that was all over and, we, and you know, life had processed on, Janet went back to India and still interviewed all the spiritual masters, okay? When we honor our truth, good things happen. When we're trying to be something for someone else, bad things happen. I mean, I would lend it to the divorce rate, right? If I'm constantly trying to fulfill uh, someone else's vision of who I need to be, 
it's totally contracted and conflicted, and no good can come of it. So what if, right? What if two people who are in a relationship each go through the passion test and identify their top five passions? They can do this separately from each other. You know, I might coach each one separately at two different times and then encourage them to come back together and share those top five passions with each other. More often than not, what I find is people going, oh, my gosh, I had no idea. That's so cool. I want to help you do that and be that and become that. It's just that we get lost in the chaos of this world, the pressures of work, the stresses of raising families, the financial pressures we put ourselves under, and we forget about what is truly most important is the relationships that we have, right? No one dies and says, gosh, I wish I had spent more time at the office. They go, I wish I had spent more time with my wife or I wish I had spent more time with my kids. And I I see it over and over again. People will come through the process and their kids, their wives, their relationships will rise to the top. And they go, wow, I have to shift. Or wow, I am already have this beautiful wife. And it's like, are you choosing in favor of spending time with her? Or are you choosing in favor of what your other pressures are forcing you to do? Think about it. And we start to shift on where we choose and realize all the beautiful things we have in our life right here, right now, that really are the most important things. I'd like to tell you a quick story. I spoke at a Kiwanis club. And when I was invited to speak at the Kiwanis club, I was young in this field and really wasn't thinking about my audience too much. A young man had invited me. And I walked into this room and realized I was speaking to a group of retirees. And I thought, okay, I'm used to talking to younger people about finding their passion and living it. These people are on the other side of their life and have lived a full career, right, and many years of their family already. And I thought, okay, well, let's see what happens. I did the same presentation I always do, and I was, honored by the results, people would stand up and say, oh, my gosh, this message is so important because I lost mine. I lost my passion. I lost my dream. And here I am at 80, 85 years old. They're like, you've got to get this message to the young people of this world so they don't lose it the way that I did. It was so inspiring. That's beautiful. I mean, the information... I know that I take people through the Transform Your Body, Transform Your Life program. Mm. And one of the questions that I ask people is, if you were on the cover of a magazine, what Mm. magazine would you be on? And what would you be on there for? And I was talking to an entrepreneur that was, if I say billionaire, that's mild. (laughs) And I was taking him through this coaching program, and I asked the question, if you were on the cover of a magazine, what magazine would it be, and what were you be on it for, expecting him to say Forbes or whatever, you know, that he was on, and he said Crochet Today. I didn't even wow. know there was a Crochet Today, and I, and I, like, just paused. And he said his grandmother used to crochet, that she raised him, and as a boy, 
she taught him to do it, and that calms him. And he would talk about how Edgar Hoover used to collect stamps, and you know, all these different you know people, and how JFK, you know, and that all of these different powerful men had ways and things to calm them and to keep them at peace, and that was one of his passions. And that, so cool. like I was saying, he just it kept him centered, and he would love for people to know that that's what he does, and that has been his PowerPoint. And I was blown away that that was awesome. his man's passion. Yes. That's awesome. And, you know, that's the other thing I see as a, as a great um, use for this system, right? For all those people I was speaking to that day, it's like life's not over, right? You did what you did up to this point, all for a reason. There's no mistakes. But now what do you want to do for the rest of it? Right, dig back in what you really enjoy doing, and go do that. Right, so let let's help people in that stage of retirement, not just sit around and wonder what the heck do I do, but to find it again, find that. So we say the passion test is taken over and over again throughout your life. Continue with clarity to continue with our growth, to continue to follow that which really inspires. And, and we enjoy doing it every moment. Okay, so then, and I know that you coach this, and I love that you coach this. So somebody takes the passion test, or you take them through the passion process, and they identify their five top passions, things that mean something to them in their life that really are what God wants them to do and what they want to do. And then very often the next question is how. Like, how, how do I or how do I become a whatever that is, like you, a teacher, you know, when I've already gone in this other direction. And so how, how do you help people take the next step and start moving towards living the life that they dream and desire? So there's lots of tools that we use. I'm going to just share one of them today, and it really speaks to stop worrying about the how. <laughs> and you just said how about six times. <laughs> <laughs> but it is we need to stop worrying about how we're going to get there because if we spend all of our time worrying about how we're going to get there, waiting for the stars to align in their perfect match, or, you know, when I have enough money or when I have this or someday, oh, I love that term. By the way, there's no day on the calendar called someday. Someday, <laughs> we're always waiting for someday. Someday may never come. Stop, Okay. Set the intention for what it is you want to create in your life. That's what we do by identifying your top five. Set the intention for what you want to create in your life, how you want it to look in every day. And then put your attention in that direction as often as you can. And I say as often as you can. I never encourage someone to say, I hate my job quit it tomorrow and jump off, you know, into something completely new. We we do have to do some things that are necessary. But if I can start taking baby steps by putting action steps in place, my attention, I'm shifting into that place that I want to be. Gosh, just like a light at the end of the tunnel. It's like now I have inspiration to continue getting out of bed in the morning. I might not be able to do it all right today, but I'm going to start moving in that direction because I'm going to live who I really am. And in, or attention means taking action to the best of our ability in that direction a little at a time. And what you find is that the more attention you put on it, the more often you can do it. That which you focus on grows stronger in your life. 
we put our attention in that direction and more and more times that we can do that and it begins to grow. And then no tension. So the formula is intention, attention, no tension. Let go. Once you have done everything that's in your power to do, let go and let the universal forces help you in that direction. Again, we have to be present and focused and aware of what we're looking for so we can see it happening around us. And there's more tools to help us do that in the processes that we teach people. They're really all very simple, like this little mantra, intention, attention, no attention. But to shift and change yourself out of the what we commonly refer to today as the comfort zone, which is really not very comfortable for most people, <laughs> right? But to shift and change out of what everyone else calls the comfort zone and boldly become the you you were meant to be can be a challenge. And that's why the coaching that we do is so valuable. We're going to help you find it, and then we're going to stick with you so that you can implement it and truly make change in your life. This is just remarkable. How incredible. And so when people coach with you, I know, since people are listening to this show from all over the world, do you coach on Skype? Do people come to you? Can they work with you over the phone? Do you do workshops? All of the above. <laughs> all of the above. Um, and I love to travel, so... If uh, people wanted me to come into an area, they have an organization, a conference, part of, that I could bring a workshop to them, I would love to do that. It's about a three-hour workshop to fully go through the process with a group. Um, individually, there's uh, coaching calls that can be done on the phone, on Skype, as you mentioned, or in person, depending on where people live and their personal preference. Um, so i very I'm very into customizing what people need and how to bring this out into the world because one of the statistics we know is that only twenty percent of working Americans and that extrapolates to the world are living their passions. The other eighty percent are going through the motions for an almighty paycheck in that comfort zone that they think they need to stay in because it fits society's picture of them instead of really looking inside at who they are. And our mission as the Passion Test family, and we truly are a family, is to turn that statistic around and get 80% or better of the world operating their lives off of living their passions. It would change everything about our world. And so the more places that we can get into and start to share this message and spread it to people and continue, you know, that word of mouth spreading around the world, the more impact that we can have. So we're very much about building partnerships and uh, opportunities to bring it wherever. This is fantastic, absolutely fantastic. It's funny, as you were saying that, you know, the, the small ratio compared to the large ratio of 80% of the world living their passions, I know that we have a dear friend, Lynn Twist, who works mm. with the Pachamama Alliance, and one of my favorite things that they talk about, the Pachamama Alliance, that, that there are no small parts on the planet and that everybody has a part to play. And if your part is to shut the water when you brush your teeth, great. If it's to buy shampoo that's not animal-tested, fantastic. If it's to recycle, if it's to share information, if it's to plant seeds. But if everybody lived the calling of their heart, what a different mm. world it would be. 
And so I, I've always thought about that. So I love that you're saying if everybody lived the calling of their passion mm-hmm. and their joy and their talent, what an incredible planet we would have and what a place of happiness and bliss that we'd have so much to share. Right. Right. Think about extrapolating it into customer service in the world, right? If everybody was doing a job that they love to do, how would that impact the interactions we have when we're purchasing products from someone, right? It would be a whole different shift. I mean, I can go into a business and I can tell now the people that are there because they're passionate about what they're doing versus the people that are there just putting in the hours. You can see it. So we've taken this program, too, and put it into what we call the Passion Test for Business, which speaks to employee engagement in businesses and helps employees realize the gifts that drew them into that place in the first place. Because intuitively it's there. We just haven't acknowledged it. We haven't created a conscious awareness that I came to do this job because it's part of my gift. And so... Unfortunately, we've been taught to be complainers and more people spend time complaining about their work than they do enjoying it and giving their gifts and relishing in the fact that, hey, this is what I was meant to do and I'm really good at it. (laughs) So it's another piece of our puzzle that's really cool um, uh, that I'd love to talk more about, but we're talking about relationships today. So (laughs) No, absolutely. And so we have a lot of parents on the show and we have – new parents that have just started having families, and we also have combined families, step-parents and, you know, parents that are marrying other spouses, you know, with children, and these families are all coming together. So as a parent, as a step-parent, as a big brother, sister, whatever that is, how do we help our youth find their passion? So we have another program called the Passion Test for Kids and Teens that helps to speak to children as young as 8 to 10 years old about already acknowledging the things that give them joy and so that they can, at that young age, honor that from that beginning. Unfortunately, again, our society has starts to squelch that and try and make them conformists, and what we're going to try and do is encourage them to continue to stand in that and honor that, right? Um, I've seen over and over in my workshops where um, single moms or dads will come with their kids, um, and there's this belief that we have as parents that we're telling our kids, you can be, do, and become anything you want. And, And I think we verbalize that, and I believe firmly we want that, okay? But we act differently. We demonstrate conformity. And so our kids think they have to conform as well. And so they start to shift and say, oh, okay, I guess I have to be a doctor or a lawyer or whatever, you know, is happening in their um, uh, their particular family line, if you will. Uh, and when they sit down and they do this process together, I see parents go, wow, honey, is that what you really want? And they're like a little sheepish, but they go, yeah, it is. And parents go, well, absolutely I'll support you in that. Why didn't you ever tell me? And they're like, well, I didn't think you would accept it, you know. So it's a really interesting way to open up great communications. And so um, I've just started to offer a program going into family homes, right, and doing it with the family together as a family unit 
because we open up this huge communication opportunity. All we really want to do is support and love each other. And so we just need to have the courage to share what is truly going on inside with those we love the most, and they will help us. That's so special, especially to talk about children that are 8 years old or 10. Or I mean, because kids have dreams, and then those dreams are squelched. People, you know, my dentist said to me, I said, how did you become a dentist? And she said, well, my parents said I couldn't do anything in liberal arts, and I couldn't do this, and I couldn't do that, and I couldn't do this. And that gave me being a lawyer or a doctor, and I became a doctor, and then I did an internship, and now I'm a dentist. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Well, what did you want to do? I mean, yeah. it's amazing. It's just amazing. And all too often people have forgotten what they wanted to do. They've gotten such in that rut of what they ended up doing. Plus people will sit in a, in a position because, gee, I went through eight years of schooling and spent a lot of money to get to this position. How could I ever stop doing this and go do something else? But the reality is life's just too darn short to live it any other way than fulfilling exactly who we were meant to be. Here's another philosophy I have is that people think that life is a journey of understanding everything that's out there and around us. No. Life's a journey inside here, inside us and who we are and what we were put here for. All the things around us are clues. <laughs> and what we choose, and, you know, to, to be able to decipher those clues by choosing in favor of our passions helps us to guide us. We say that our passions are like breadcrumbs leading you on the path to your destiny. They're clues. Positive, powerful clues of the fire from within that drives us. I love that. So since this is a relationship show and a romance show and we talk about love and sex and bliss and ecstasy and pleasure and divinity and coupling and all of that. And so most people hear the word passion and they give it a color, red, pink, whatever that is, or they think Valentine's or anniversary or they they think something sexual or they think something physical. So what does passion mean to you? So the word passion comes from the Greek word pashko. And the Greek word pashko is defined as to suffer. But here's an interesting thing. We change the meaning of words based on our experience with them. So the word suffer, what does that mean to you, Nicole? Suffer means being suppressed, hardship, loss, despair. Painful. Yeah. We've given it that sense of painfulness. The true definition of the word to suffer or the word suffer is to feel keenly, simply to feel something keenly. Yes, when we're in pain, we feel that keenly. When we're in passion, we feel that keenly, right? It's an explosion. It's an excitement, right? When we're in a sexual relationship, that passion is explosive and exciting, right? And we feel that really keenly and intimately, when we're on fire from our heart about who we are and what we love to do, we feel it keenly. We're excited to do things. We want to go out and change the world. That's what we're passionate about, right? 
I love that. To feel keenly. It is. That incredible definition. And so all of those things apply to passion, right? We feel keenly in those moments of passion, both sexually and living a life on fire of passion of who we are and what we love to do. That's so perfect. And then that really makes sense to have that be the breadcrumbs of our life. Of course. If we feel keenly of, of everything around us, as you're saying, that, you know, that's stopping and smelling the roses. That's the people that you talk to at the Kiwanis Club. That's that we wish we knew this. Yep. On our life's journey, being present. Sure you tell those. Yes. Being present in every moment of your day and feeling that, whether it's the warmth of the sunshine, the beauty in the trees, the pain of someone passing on, but be there and feel it. Mm-hmm. It's just perfect. And Louis, how, how do people work with you? Do they go? Do you have a website or should they call you or email? Yes. Yep. My website is simple. It's Luann, L-U-A-N-N-B, for my last name, LuannB.com. You can find me there. In fact, there's an opportunity to sign up for a free 30-minute consultation. If you'd like to learn more, if you'd like to share with me what's going on in your life and will this help you, and we can talk about all the various ways that um, I can engage and support you in whatever's going on. Um, and then my email address, if that's easier for you, is luann at thepassiontest.com. Luann at thepassiontest.com. Now, you might imagine I get a lot of emails, so put passion test in the subject line, and that helps me sort through and make sure that I'm addressing any emails regarding this subject. This, to me, is the very best work that's out there. It really is. And you are an incredible teacher. And I'm so glad that you've come back to that center and to that part of you. Because even in the way that you're explaining and sharing, and you can tell how passionate you are about finding your passion, the clarity in which you explain things and the ease in which you open the doors for people to live better lives is just impeccable. So I'm so pleased that that's the journey that you are on. It's just, it's it's absolutely fantastic. And I love the fact that you're going into work with families now. What a wonderful thing for a family to do together. Absolutely. And I wanted to mention, you had mentioned of families that are combining, right? Yes. Two people have made a decision to combine two families the other ones haven't been a part of that decision. This opportunity opens all discussions for what do we have in common, what do we love to do, and now how do we support each other in that. So really powerful in that setting. That's great. And now what about couples that are having problems? Because I know that before someone gets divorced or before people separate, there has to be a step that somebody realize why they fell in love in the first place. Right. And the process is is the same. Like I said earlier, I would encourage those individuals to sit down with, you know, a facilitator like myself of the program and to go through the process and identify their passions. 
And when I do that separately with the individuals, I then can look at the commonalities or how they might open that discussion to bring those two together. Um, I'm not going to say that it heals all wounds. We do sometimes grow apart in different directions. But here's the other thing. What I find when people see that that's the truth of what has happened, that we want different things in life, that we can amicably say, I love you and I love me, and it's time for us to go our separate ways. But we can do that from a place of loving each other still and supporting each other in our life's journey rather than from a place of anger and negativity. And where that still is a commonality, then we bring it back together and go, look at here. You still want the same things. So what's getting in the way? And start to digest what is that? oftentimes becomes outside pressures like finance, jobs, bosses, other people who have no business being in our relationship in the first place, right? And so you kind of bring those two pieces back together. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So I think this is a wonderful wedding present for those that are listening. I think what a great, you know, instead of dishes or blender or whatever it is that you're going to buy somebody a crock pot, Wouldn't it be wonderful to give the bride and groom the ability to be able to find their true passion, that they found their true love, now to be able to find their true passion and be able to share that into the future together. It's a great idea. What a great foundation on which to begin building our lives together. Where is our journey going together? And how do our passions support each other or that we understand them at least so we know how they meld together and what we we have coming for us in the future um i i was raised a good catholic girl and before i got married you know we had to go through marriage counseling and um this to me is a piece of that this to me is another step to ensure that we're going in the right direction and we've had these discussions on our life-building future together. That's great. And what is it like for you to help somebody achieve their passion and to find their passion? You know, finding it is one thing, right? That feels good. But when I watch them shift and change and go on that journey, you know, that's goosebumps. You know, I have people call me months, weeks later and say, thank you. Thank you for opening me up to this. So I didn't wait for some day to come. I'm going on this trip with my husband now because, you know, the dishes can wait. (laughs) You know, I'm going to live it today. And and thank you for helping me step into that journey uh, and not wait to live. I imagine, and and you are just so gifted at what you do, and you're such an extraordinary coach and teacher, and I'm just elated that you are with us today. And for all of you that are listening to this show, Luann is extraordinary. And I would so highly recommend, as I said, for me, it was the mark thing that made difference in my life being able to open and truly every day step into those passions is this bringing me closer to my passions and as we only have just a couple minutes left in the show is there advice that you would give people into 
finding their passions, stepping into living the life of their dreams. Just stop waiting and step into it. Uh, I've had people say to me, I'm afraid to do this, Luann, because I'm afraid of what I find, that I'm yet to be living them or that maybe I won't be able to achieve it. You'll always be able to achieve them, but you first have to know what they are. (laughs) So do that. Be courageous enough to step in and say, I want to live that joyful life. I continue to work on this in my life because I want to live this peace and joy every single day. So I'm a student of what I teach um, as much as the teacher, right? We teach what we want to learn, and it helps me live it every day. Well, this information is just awakening. It truly is. I feel like dancing and jumping for joy every time I talk about it, truly, because it's there's nothing better than living a passionate life. And there's nothing better, I mean, than being in a relationship and not only being happy with the person that you're with and being happy with yourself, but being happy with Mm -hmm. life, happy with each day, happy with each moment, happy with everything that's around us and allowing ourselves to really richly live the joyousness, that sweet nectar of this thing that, you know, we're here for this incredible experience. That and we only when we know ourselves and honor ourselves can we know and honor other people up to that depth. Well, I love it. So once more, tell us how to find you. Website is Luann, L-U-A-N-N-B dot com. And email is Luann, L-U-A-N-N, at thepassiontest.com. I'd love to hear from any of your listeners. It is my passion to help others find that and live the life of their dreams. And if I can help in any way, please reach out to me. Well, Luann, thank you so much for being with us today. And it is such a special time. It's Memorial Day weekend here in the United States. And so it's a time when all of our hearts are open, and I think that talking about living passion and living joy and living from our heart and from that centered place is just absolutely wondrous. And I'm so thrilled because for all of the time that I've talked about the passion test and what an extraordinary, extraordinary place this is to live your life, I think that having you here as our guest today and having you share just so beautifully and so impeccably and so clearly what it's like to live that life of passion and joy and happiness and pleasure and what your life could be like today, tomorrow, and for the future so we can live that happily ever after is just such a magical gift. So thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Nicole. And we look forward to having you back, and we want to hear everybody's stories. <laughs> that would so be the have, best. Absolutely. So we look forward to it. And, Luann, thank you, and have a wonderful holiday weekend. I know. Thank you. Wow. What a special guest. Luann Beekler and the Passion Test. She's an amazing facilitator, coach, and an extraordinary teacher. 
as you can tell by everything that she shared. And today is a very special day. Lisa Conrad Cohen, who we have had on the show many times, she has been here on Hourglass Bride, she has been on our Unlimited Life show, and she has also been on our television show on the Happily Ever After TV show, and she is the dating designer. She is the one that helps people find their true love and their true partners, and Lisa actually found her true love and her true partner, and today is her wedding, and so we wanted to all send from Hourglass Bride and from Unlimited Life, we want to send our wishes for her Happily Ever After, and may all of her wishes and dreams come true. For all of you next week, we have Tiffany Cano, and Tiffany is an intuit and a healer, and she is probably, if not the very best medium and light that I have ever worked with, and she is going to talk to you about intuitively finding your love and how you know if somebody is right for you and relationships are right for you extraordinary conversation we are going to have. So that is next week. We have Tiffany Cano with us. And again, we want to thank Luann Beekler today for the passion test. This information is just amazing. It is precious. It is priceless. And it is the cherry on the Sunday of life. If you really want to have a life that's happily ever after, if you're really looking for your dreams to come true and you know you desire and you deserve to have the very best life possible and you want to share the very best you possible and really be able to relate to everyone around you, especially your partner and mate, with the most passion and joy and enthusiasm that you possibly can have, then the passion test is for you, and passion coaching is really your very next step to your happily ever after, and that is with Luann. So I thank her so much for today. This is Nicole Brandon with Hourglass Bride. Congratulations to Lisa Conrad Cohen. Next week, Tiffany Canos wishing you all happily ever after, and may all your dreams come true.